What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino over there. Uh, drink it on the podcast, which is uh, yep. Uh, just you know that's going to lead to nothing but a good show. We're also kind of wearing <laughs> the same colored shirt. Yeah, but mine's like a turtle thingy. It's cool. Oh, so you can go ninja join Antifa after this. Oh. but uh but this is the only sports podcast that's right the only sports podcast and today we're talking about nfl uh we didn't get to do a second podcast last week no we didn't uh just because obviously casino has a baby i have kids i have to go to physical therapy three times a week because i was in two car accidents within six days of each other so we just didn't. We ran out of time. Which I'm, I'm very upset with you that you're not wearing your uh, back brace and your headgear that you're supposed to be wearing, sir. <laughs> yeah, my neck brace and my uh, back brace. I will spare the audience uh, from seeing me in. But yes, my neck does hurt like a mother. Uh, but let's go over the picks we did. We just obviously made the picks <clears throat> off the uh, off the podcast. And wouldn't so- you know it? We got them all right. no casino (laughs) still has the high watermark of the season at 12 picks correct uh last weekend this weekend you thought you did bad because i did how many picks do you think you got right i thought i got like seven eight you got 10 you picked 10 games correctly uh you you did not pick the dolphins uh, or no, you did not pick the Bills, the Jags, the Rams, the Ravens, uh, or the Titans. And then so you, you know, all the all the teams that blew out the other teams. Got it. <laughs> yeah. And then I also got ten picks correct. Uh, but we do have to make a. I listened to the podcast. You did pick the Eagles last okay. week. Okay. So thirteen's so the watermark. The watermark is thirteen, which brings our season 13 total. Of sixteen. That's not bad. That's really good. I don't think we'll see another week like that. Who knows? I mean, it's only week. We're heading into. No, week I'm going five. for a perfect sixteen. If I don't, <laughs> you got to find a new host. <laughs> perfect sixteen. We have to light off uh, uh, sparklers, do a whole dance, uh, make a big show of it because that will be impressive. Uh, but. Our season totals right now, I am at 34 uh, wins, 31 losses. You are at 40 wins, 26 losses. So you are six ahead of me. So, yeah. But we will not be doing picks for week five on this show, except for the only game, which is a Thursday night game, which is just awful. Awful, awful. Do you know what the Thursday night game is, Casino? Looking uh, looking at it right now. Oh, yeah, that sounds fun. Uh, it, is, it might be like the Monday night game that just happened. Oh, that's true. But it is the Bears at the Commanders. And I still, especially after the, how good they played the Eagles this week, they've only really had one bad game this season. I still think the Commanders are a playoff team. I do. And I'm calling them. Yep. Let's just segue this into the worst game of the weekend. Uh, Not in terms of entertainment value, in terms of both teams. Uh, Bears-Broncos, are the Bears the worst team in the league? I don't know. I mean, their record 
shows that they are. But um, I, I, yeah, they, they're probably the worst team. I mean, my <laughs> Patriots are going to be pretty dang close. Oh, we'll go. We'll jump to that game next. But the they Bron- might be the worst player, the, the worst team in the league. So the Broncos-Bears game, shockingly entertaining for what these two teams are. I believe at one point, wasn't it, it was 21, or no, 28 to 27 uh, Bears. Justin Fields had like 12 for 12, three touchdowns, like 100 or like 200 yards, and everybody was losing their shit on uh, football Twitter and was just like, this is who we knew Justin Fields could be. This is, they unleashed him, all this kind of stuff. And then the rest of the game happened and he turned back into a pumpkin. He, uh, and then Russell Wilson, I do think though, the funniest outcome of this season, true or false, the funniest outcome of this season would have been Broncos go, don't win a single game. And then Sean Payton just gets mad every week talking to reporters, asking him about Nathaniel Hackett. That'd be funny. <laughs> but uh, but you know what? Neither quarterback, like looking at their numbers, um, weren't too bad. I mean, Russell Wilson was 21 for 28, uh, over 200 yards, three TDs. Um, and yeah, Justin Fields looked good. He only, he was 28 for 35, uh, four touchdowns. Yes, he threw an interception, but I mean, this game was way more entertaining than it should have been with these two teams. And I just I can't believe he also, I believe he also lost the fumble. I think he fumbled as well in the fourth um, quarter. Possibly. I don't see the fumble up here. But I wouldn't. I would assume so. I honestly didn't watch really any of that game. So oh, fumbles I lost. Will. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, he, he did lose one. Uh, but I, uh, I watched the Commanders-Eagles on the big screen first shockingly casino for the 10 a.m schedules i had red zone eagles commanders and then bears uh bears broncos just because i for some reason i couldn't get the i couldn't get the eagles commanders game well because it was on national television it was like the fox game yeah which I mean, that was a great game, but we're not jumping to that one yet, Casino. Let's talk about your fucking team. Uh, They're done. Stick a fork in them. The Cowboys mollywop the Patriots 38-3. to uh, but the Turnover real question, galore. The real question mark coming out of this game, is the Mac Jones era in New England officially dead? All day. You, All day. And it's crazy because I like, heard below- Patriots fan. You're done with them. I'm done with them. I'm done with them. I'm done with them. Throwing Zappy until we get tank, 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 get the kid from USC, <laughs> you know, call it a day. Uh, uh, but Mac just looked bad. I mean, he had a fumble. He had two interceptions, no touchdowns, 150 yards, like garbage. He was garbage out there. Um, and that running game, dude, I thought I love Ramondre Stevenson. And I do think, though, it has to, a lot to do with the offensive line. I, the team is just bad. The team is just bad all in all. Um, our defense was the one thing that was going to be good for the Patriots this year. Um, like I said, they were supposed to be a top five defense. Um, but in that game alone, their draft pick in uh, Gonzalez, um, he tore part of his abdomen. Uh, yeah, it was like an abdomen tear. And then our um, best defensive player with, uh, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on his name? Um uh, Judon. Judon. Yeah, yeah, Judon. He tore his bicep 
And so they're out indefinitely uh, for the year. And so that that's hurting. I mean, I've already talked about all the Joneses being out. So that's wonderful news. So the, the defense is just gone now. So the Patriots literally have nothing. Uh, but the big story coming out of this one, though, because the Patriots, they were never – we didn't even have them making the playoffs or anything like that. But the big story is the Cowboys uh, with uh, Micah Parsons, dude, getting hurt. Yeah. Well, also with the Cowboys uh, next, I believe it's Sunday night, it's Cowboys Niners. Yeah. So if they don't have Mika Parsons for that game, that's the first game of the season they've I actually. Think like, I think it's Micah. Micah? What do I? I, think, I always say Mika, right? You always say Mika, but it's Micah Parsons. Well, because I get Mika Fitzpatrick and Micah Parsons mixed up. They like one is a K, one is a C, but yeah, it's it's Micah Micah. It's a. It's, yes. I mean, it's a great name. Micah Parsons, Mika Parsons, both are great names. Uh, we're obviously not the fan. I'm the, I'm a fan of the player if he was literally on any other team. But when you're on the Cowboys, you get overhyped to infinity where everybody just keeps being like, Dak Prescott, top 10 quarterback. And, and then he never like shows anything that makes you think he's a top 10 quarterback. But we just have to put him in there just because he's on the Cowboys. If he was on the fucking Texans, nobody would give a shit. But uh, as far as the Cowboys Casino, uh, this is the debut of a new game we are playing right here because Patience or Panic will still uh, say a couple of these teams as well. But right now, we're going to go juggernauts, sustainable or suspect, which means what we've seen from this team. Can they keep this momentum going or is it, you know, mirages in the desert where it's only you know because the beginning of the season people are going to figure them out and then they're just going to be you know come december we're going to be like we thought that team was going to be good you know blah 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 so the first name on this list and we'll go through the names when we talk about their games the first name on this list is the cowboys do Mm -hmm. you think what the cowboys are right now is sustainable or do you think it is suspect suspect all day all day. Again, um, yeah. So I'll give you my reason on that. Again, obviously their defense is really good. They're really good. But their offense, in my opinion, it's it's mediocre. It's it's not horrible. It's, it's better than the Patriots, that's for sure. Uh, but uh, their offense is mediocre. I don't trust Dak. And it's just I'm worried with all of the players that are starting to, like, just get little bumps and bruises. These are players that they need. You know, Mika Parsons, Zach Martin um uh rico doddle 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 something like that uh plus uh left tackle tyron smith like he's he's been fixing on his uh knee injury that he's been dealing with for the past couple weeks like he's continuing his rehab on that like it is this team is banged up and especially if parsons um all he's all that's been said that is is he's just uh banged up a little bit tweaked a little bit he should be back but I'm still worried about that. You know, is he going to be a hundred percent? I don't know. <clears throat> so with all that being said, I just don't think that when they get to like the Niners, this is going to be a tall, tall order for them this coming week going against the Niners. Um, if they want to actually sustain, like, I don't think they're going to, I think they're suspect all day. 
Well, I also do think, I mean, you look at what they've done so far this season. They did the 40-burger against the Giants in week one, Sunday night football. Yeah, We saw how great they were last night. (laughs) They blew out the Jets 30-10. to They lost to the Cardinals. They're the Jets without Rodgers. Like, come on, man. Yeah. And then they blew or they lost to the Cardinals 28 to 16 and then blew out the Patriots 38 to 3. So, so you just they mentioned blew it. out they blew out three teams that they're supposed to blow out but yet they still lost to the Cardinals. Suspect. And see that is why Giants right now, I mean it's Giants Bears for worst team in the at least NFC right? Like NFC, I don't think there's a question. It's Bears or Giants. Maybe you can throw in one other team like uh, maybe the Panthers, even though I think they're infinitely better than both the Bears and the Giants. The Jets are uh, led by Zach Wilson, which and their defense besides last night has looked like maybe one of the worst defenses in the league, which much like the Patriots, who uh, we thought Jets going into the season, Patriots, Jets would have top five defenses. Now they oh, Patriots, both Patriots did have defense. a top five defense that they did. And then yeah. literally eight starter. I like, think it's, I know of seven, but it might be eight starters on the defense that are out that are playmakers. Yeah, no, uh, I, and I'm, yeah, rough. I'm not saying they're fully healthy or anything. Like and it's that, not even like then, bumps and bruises, dude. Like two of them are out for the season. Yeah, but then the interesting thing to me about the Cowboys' uh, three blowout wins is offense hasn't really done anything. I mean, they haven't really needed to, but they also don't. It looks like they're going into San Francisco, and they still haven't figured out what their offense even is. Right. So if you're going against a 49ers team that is going to be by far, by far, the best offense you've played, that means – you're going to also have to put up points. And we've seen Dak Prescott, like his kryptonite, he owns my Giants, or owns my Giants, owns my Eagles. He's like eight and three against the Eagles when he starts. But against the 49ers, he's like one and five or something like that. Like the 49ers just have his number. So in division, out of division, remember those divisional games, they're much, much tougher. Uh, They mean more. Yeah. And I do think, even as to try to be an objective uh, cowboy hater, I do think we're going to see in the next four weeks if they are, if this is sustainable, what they have here, because they do 49ers Sunday night, Chargers that following Monday, Rams the following Sunday, and then Eagles in Philadelphia that following Sunday. So they have. Four teams right now. I mean, Chargers aren't a playoff team, but they're feisty. Rams, Eagles, 49ers, all probably uh, playoff teams. You know, obviously if Stafford stays healthy. But yeah, so I do think I agree with you. They're a little suspect, but I do think if they can figure out their offense, it's sustainable because of how good that defense is. Can't play both sides of the fence there, bud. Pick one. Uh, one. Then I'm going to say sustainable, especially in the NFC. I just think right now it's 49ers, Eagles, Cowboys, no. and then kind of everybody else. I think. Uh, are, but, are they going to make the playoffs? Yes, but are they like? No, they're they're not. They're not the Super Bowl team that everybody thinks they are. Casino, don't let don't make me defend the Cowboys. 
I can't. I can't do this. We, can't. Uh, no, no, this is great. <laughs> this is this is my whole ploy. I'm trying to do it. Let's do it. Uh, I tried uh, to defend, find this. Defend, defend them. Let's go. Let's hear. Uh, if you don't, I win. Now you win. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> that's one of my first wins against you in a long time. <laughs> uh, let's go to the Toy Story game. Also, you didn't say was... anything about my hair, buddy. Come on. You're going, it looks like you're going George Clooney, glad or not George Clooney. Uh, you're going Russell, Russell Crowe, Crow. Gladiator. Yeah. You just got to work on the body. <laughs> I'm no, Russell, no, I meant, I'm Russell, I'm Russell, Russell Crowe now. Yeah, I'm Russell <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm Russell Crowe uh, from the nice uh, guys. The nice guys. <laughs> You're you got his head from Gladiator, body from the nice guys. <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh, it looks good. It looks good. Uh, but uh, and, and, and the day drinking problem of of uh, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> or actually, no. You know who you look like. This is the hairstyle of Sid from Toy Story. Speaking oh, of God. Toy Story. Uh, let's talk about... I just trimmed it down. How do I look like <laughs> Sid from Toy Story? You're a dick. Let's talk about the Jaguars-Falcons game in London at 6 a.m. our uh, West Coast time. 6.30. I don't know, I don't know who the fuck would... Wa- like, if even if you're a fan of Jaguars-Falcons, I feel like I'd just wake up normal and then just either watch a replay or be like, oh, I wonder what happened. Uh, the Jaguars win 23-7. to uh, but really the talking point coming out of this game is, did you watch any of the Toy Story version of this game, Casino? Uh, yeah, my daughter, for some reason, decided, hey, let's get up at <laughs> six o'clock. I was like, okay. That's a good point. People with kids, this is probably like a godsend. Like, she's been, she's been at a seven o'clock recently, and I was like, okay, you know, that's early. She's starting to go to six thirty seven, and then, yeah. Of course, Sunday, it was like 6. And I was like, okay, this gives me a reason to wake up and watch this game. And I, we watched the first 10, 15 minutes. I was trying to be generous with it. It was so glitchy. <laughs> it was such a cool concept. And I liked how the things that they had, like the crane, uh, the, the claw was, you know, spotting the ball. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sl- my favorite was Slinky Dog being the, the down markers. I thought that was really funny. But it was so bad. It was... It was so glitchy. Yeah. I think that's kind of where I'm at, where it's great concept, kind of great execution, but obviously the, because I mean, you try to do anything I mean, doing like that, live. Doing that alive, that was cool. Like when they, yeah. when it was on, that was really neat. That was really cool, but it's got to sustain. So suspect. <laughs> uh, I do think Disney this- Toy Story football suspect (laughs) i do think this is one of those things where if they did it every week by the end of the season they'd be like we figured it out right and this could just be like a new thing they do i I don't know i mean trying to figure out that software i don't know that that seems like a lot i'm not a computer genius but that seems like a lot wait wait just to be clear let me write this down you're not a computer genius no i just blow up toys <laughs> that's true and the whole time you were watching this game you were like man i want to strap trevor lawrence to a rocket man i just <laughs> but uh and then as I... my wife uh, just reminded me and then become a garbage man uh the daughter's been on a toy story thing so we've been watching all that and in uh, toy story 3 sid is uh the garbage kid garbage man oh that's true uh, well, there's a rumor. I don't think it's confirmed. 
He's wearing the same shirt. He's wearing the same shirt, and he's the same doofus. He's the same guy. Yeah. But uh, as far as the game goes, Casino, I didn't even put them on the on the on the the docket. But I do want to ask: Is Desmond Ritter suspect or? I already forgot my word, my phrasing. Suspect or sustainable? Yeah, as see, the I, I, I don't. I don't like you. You. It, you did it last time with what was it? It wasn't suspect and sustainable. It was patience or panic. Yeah, you're still gonna I, just, do. I, I. I don't like. Like, come on, man. <laughs> uh, um, uh, suspect or sustainable as the Falcons' quarterback, Desmond yeah, Ritter. Desmond Ritter. Um, it's too early to tell, man. I, I truly think so. I mean, he, he's a rookie quarterback. He just started playing uh, suspect. Suspect. Yeah. Oh, on the season, he has 744 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions with a QBR of 77.9. So he's like, I mean, honestly, they're a two and two team. He kind of feels like a two and two quarterback. Right, like he kind of feels like he'll not lose you some games, and then he'll lose some games, and then that's kind of just—I don't—I don't expect him to march down ninety yards and win games. But if they got a lead going into the fourth, like I think he can sustain it. But I don't know how this Falcons team right now is going to finish. Like I don't think they're what we were talking them when they were two and O about like, Oh, could they potentially win the NFC South? I think right now I take almost everybody in that division over them. And then it'd be a coin flip with the Panthers and Falcons. Like I take the bucks and saints over the Falcons right now. No, yeah, there's, there's a clear divide between those two, four, uh, between those four teams and two different categories there. Um, but yeah, I think he says, I think he'll look good going against the Texans coming up um on the eighth but besides that eh, well speaking of let's get to the texans and a and their quarterback who i just think is like always popping up on red zone like making me interested to watch texans games the texans win 30 to 6 against the steelers kenny pickett has there been news is he out uh because i know you text me during that game it was like kenny pickett's Um, injured he's out Yes, let me let me pull that up. Um, but as far as the Texans so go, CJ Stroud, I mean, this season so far, uh, 1,200 yards passing, six touchdowns, zero interceptions with a 100.6 uh, rating. And again, uh, when we were previewing uh, the season, the thing with the Texans was we were like, who the fuck is this guy going to throw to? They have nobody on offense. And then – Whenever you watch like Texans games or whatever, they're all over red zone because they're scoring left and right. Like they have Damian Pierce, who I picked up in my fantasy league. You gave me shit, but he's actually been pretty decent. Uh, I gave you but, shit because he's on the he's on the Texans. That's why. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I can't talk. I, I can't talk shit. Like my fantasy league, I'm I, I won my first two games, and I'll be lucky to win any more the rest of the season. Every single uh, one of my players is getting hurt, and yeah. then being in a 12 man league with an extra position. Uh, offensive position, I've got nothing. And they extended the <laughs> bench down one extra person. So literally yeah. there's nobody to oh, pick I up. Know. Yeah, I'm in a 12-man league too. I have three quarterbacks and I was like, I don't need three quarterbacks. Literally nobody I can pick up. 
everybody is gone, so I just have three quarterbacks. What? A, but, uh, but for the Texans, Nico Collins has had two games this season, including against the Steelers, seven receptions, 168 yards, two touchdowns, and then against the Colts, seven receptions, 146 yards, one touchdown. Who is Nico Collins? I don't know, but he has emerged as like a real threat. Uh, on the Texans. So I will say for the Texans, I definitely, especially after watching this game with all their young talent, I like the future for the Texans more than I like the future for the Steelers at, and both these teams are two and two. You were so hyped up on the Steelers. I know I am. So even if Kenny Pickett is 100% healthy, I am so I'm off the Steelers bandwagon. They've dropped me off at my house and I'm never thinking about going on that bandwagon again. Uh, Speaking of Steelers and Kenny Pickett, it was, uh, he's, He's okay. It was a bone bruise in his left knee, and he'll practice uh, in some capacity on Wednesday, is what Tomlin said. So, it's where we're at. I've uh, I've had weekends all to myself where the kids and wife are gone, and I've done some bone bruises. You know what I'm saying, Casino? I can feel his pain. He, he's got <laughs> a week to heal. He should be fine, but I've been there, man. Drink Gatorade. All right, next up. Pediolite. <laughs> uh next up a game that i'm trying to get stricken from our picks casino because both you and i got this wrong no no uh the ravens win 28 to 3 against the browns and it was decided deshaun watson was just out of this game what four minutes before the fucking ball kicked off when the fuck did they announce he was out for the game because He's out for the game. We get Thompson Robinson, who goes 19 yeah, Dorian Thompson Robinson. Oh. 121 yards, three interceptions. Three interceptions. And, like, what do we do? Like, the Browns were going to be my – dude, me and my friend at work were talking about who we're betting or whatever. I was like, under, Browns, and fucking everything. And then all of a sudden, Deshaun Watson is just like, oh – I got a massage again, and now I'm out because I injured. I got a bone bruise. I got a bone bruise. <laughs> uh, you know, I I don't. Yeah, I mean, you could strict it from it, but it, it doesn't matter. We both picked it; doesn't matter. But um, I I do think that they could have had a chance to beat the Ravens. Um, obviously, I picked them. I I thought that, but I, I wasn't going to say it was going to be a blowout if I recall right. But I did have the Browns and. Not because Watson's good, but he's better than a three-interception rookie, you know, just to yeah. keep it somewhat competitive out there. Uh, and, I mean, with your backup quarterback, what the fuck are you doing if you're the Browns making him throw it 36 times? What are you doing? Like, I don't know. The Patriots have a backup quarterback named Mac Jones, and they were having him throw 50 times. Who knows? Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, but yeah, the Ravens casino, Lamar Jackson, uh, kind of on pace for maybe his best passing season since the MVP season. I agree with you there. Yeah. Do you think, uh, this Ravens team is suspect or sustainable? They're sustainable as long as, even if. Even with, because like some of their players did come back this week um, that were injured. That's why I had, that I chose against them two weeks ago and they lost, which I had right. Yeah. Um, but 
with their players being healthy again because they were just minor injuries. Lamar Jackson is playing really well. He had four total touchdowns, two passing, uh, two rushing. Yeah, two passing, two rushing. There we go. Um, man, I don't know why I'm slurring at all. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> but anyway, um, no, he's he's doing really well. I mean, he's not passing a lot, but he's making them count. Like only passing 15 times and you you're just shy of 200 yards with two TDs. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. And I think especially doing that on offense, this game against what myself, yourself, and probably many people think is the best defense in the league right now, the Browns. Like I know they didn't have any offense whatsoever, but you still have to go. You still have to go up against them and to score 28 points, uh, like you said, passing, running. And then you look at their their wins. So they beat the Colts last week in OT. Then they beat the Bengals, which we'll talk about in a minute. And then they beat that they blew out the Texans, where the Texans look like a pretty damn good team, a pretty damn good offense, and they held them to nine points. So this Ravens defense is suspect, but I do think much like what you said, the healthier this team gets, they're already a three and one team and they're missing a shitload of starters. So the second they start getting all these healthy guys back, like this could be a, you know, seven and one Ravens team. And then all of a sudden they're healthy. And then it's just um, going to be like, and I think it's safe to say that this Ravens team will win this division. Uh, Yeah, no, I think, well, uh, I mean, I, I say that now, I say that now because with Deshaun Watson uh, having – Deshaun Watson, this is going to be a fun fun episode. Um, uh, he's out with his right shoulder, you know, so if, if he can't get that fixed, you know, and which massage therapist is going to take him now, you know. so That's true. Yeah, I mean, he's just going to have a bum shoulder this entire time and, you know, dealing with that and then, uh, yeah, some bone pains as well, so – Tough for him. I mean, <laughs> double injury. And, uh, yeah, I, I worry about them. Again, Watson's not good. I don't think he's a good quarterback anymore. But he's better than what they had. And with that defense, look look what um, Super Bowl 50. Look with what Peyton Manning did with that Broncos. His arm True. was gone. He was a horrible quarterback that year. Their defense just won it. So, you know, the Browns could still be good, but they got to have – uh, a quarterback in there that is competent enough to not throw three interceptions in a game or a coaching staff. That's competent to realize we shouldn't have our backup quarterback who is not good. Throw the ball 30 times. And instead let's just run the ball 30 times. Like why not? Why would you risk it? But let's move on to another team from the a- AFC North, which ourselves and every other person who watches football completely got wrong because I don't know what the fuck's wrong with this team casino. The Bengals lose to the Titans 27 to three. The Bengals now one and three. I don't even have to do patience or panic or suspect or sustainable. They're suspect. They are just just say good or bad. Why do we have to use (laughs) these crazy ass words? They are, it's, pan- how is it not panic mode in oh, Cincinnati? I said it was panic mode. Like I said, with the Bills, you know, coming after that first week bum job that both both these teams did, you know, they had to show up in week two for me not to be like worried for them. Well, I'm 
yeah, Bengals are done. Bengals are done. Joe Burrow is just, what happened to this team? Like, what happened to this team? Dude, I have, I, and again, like they, it's not like Joe Burrow is still injured. And they're not, they're not losing close ones. Like they're just bad. Yeah. And the thing I do not understand about this Bengals team is they brought back the same team from last year. Burrow is, I'm assuming Burrow is still hurt, but also he's like not putting up uh, bad numbers or good numbers. They're kind of just like mediocre. So it's not like he's losing them games. And then we have the excuse of he's injured or whatever. It's just like, he's showing up doing the bare minimum, like in terms of quarterbacking, right? He had 20 for 30, 165 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. So that's like just nothing, right? That's not going to win you games. That's not going to lose you games. Well, it obviously lost at this game, but that's just mediocre across the board. And then you have games. Yes. Well, yeah. And then you, but you still have chase. You still have Boyd. You still have Higgins all healthy on this offense and Mixon can't do anything. The wide receivers can't do anything. Burrow's obviously not doing anything. The defense is giving 27 points up to a Titans offense. That is a bottom five offense in the league. They have nobody. So what is, I guess, what is the solution to this team casino? Because this Bengals team, like you said, they're not losing close games except against the the Rams where they squeaked out a victory. They're getting blown out by the Titans, uh, by the Browns, and then they lost a close game to the Ravens. But Browns and Titans don't have top five offenses, right? They're kind of middling offenses that they're just getting blown the doors off of. Uh, dude, I, I really feel like at this point, we've talked about it, that they, they should not be playing Burrow. He's injured. You're not playing well. Like if you were, if you were even two and two, fine, you know, try to try to get in the playoffs and hopefully that he, he'll be all right, but you're just going to injure him more. Um, you need to let the guy rest and you need to start planning now on how to keep all of your players for next season and be yeah. able to have one last go at it before people are gone, you know, like gone, gone, and they can't afford him anymore. Yeah. They want to get paid. You, you might be able to squeak by and just be like, okay, Hey, can I get, um, can you do one more year? Obviously we didn't have a good year last year. Joe Burrow was hurt. We weren't a hundred percent. Let's just recap it. One more year, go for the super bowl. We've been in the title chase the last five years. Let's go for it. So yeah, kind of just like you got to start. You got to start planning. Kind of yeah, you got to pl- start planning to plan for that now. So, uh, I just, I mean, if we, you would have said week four, Bengals are worst team in their division by far, and they're in last place. Would you? You'd be like, "There's no fucking way," and I would also be like, "Nobody's injured enough to miss a game. Like nobody's missed a game with injury." You'd be like, "There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way." Uh, but let's move on to a team you just mentioned, the Bills and Dolphins. The Dolphins, after coming off that 70-point game, only put up 20 as opposed to the Bills, who win this game 48-20. to 20, uh, And it seemed right. like that they were getting ready to put up a 70-burger. <laughs> yeah. They were dominate against Miami. Uh, right now, at this moment, are the Bills the best team in the AFC? Uh, at this moment, 
Um, well, you'd have to say yes, because they absolutely blew out Miami, who everybody had as the number one uh, from last week. So you've yeah. got you've got to go with the Bills now. You just have to. I do think that we are going to look back on that week one Bills-Jets game and be like, that was the outlier for the season. Because obviously that atmosphere, that moment, that buildup, and then Josh Allen just lays a goose egg in that game. And then since then, they've blown out the Raiders, they blew out the Commanders, and they blew out the Dolphins. I mean, both Dolphins and Commanders, good teams, both playoff teams. Like, I think... Right now, the Bills are the most impressive team, maybe to me, in the league just because of, like, again, we talked about it. Cowboys 49ers are blowing out teams that are kind of going to go nowhere this season and teams we know are bad and we've seen be bad against other worse teams than the Niners and Cowboys. However, the Bills are blowing out a commander's team that everybody is thinks is pretty good, just played Philadelphia really hard. Now, I know that's a divisional game, so it's different. But, I mean, I watched that whole game. Commanders, that defense is legit. That offense uh, with Biennemi, I mean, we'll talk about that game. They had some dumb plays. But when Sam Howell is on, he's uh, I'm scared of Sam Howell. Like, especially because the commanders weirdly have the Eagles numbers in this Sirianni Hurts era. But... Yeah, to get back on the Bills, I mean, to blow out the Dolphins 48-20, to obviously the Bills are a much uh, better competition than the Broncos. But just looking at these stats, Josh Allen had his first good game of the season, twenty-five or 21 for 25, 320 yards, four touchdowns. Stephon Diggs, six, six receptions, 120 yards, three touchdowns. They held Tyreek Hill in check, which I think is the most impressive thing coming out of this game. Uh, Hill, only three receptions, 58 yards. And then Akane uh, had over 100 yards and two touchdowns. But Tua, only one touchdown, one interception. Uh, not a bad game, but not a great game by any uh, stretch of the imagination. Uh, so, yeah, I think – I still think the the Dolphins are a great team. But I think the Bills <laughs> – I think the Bills might be the best team in the league uh, at least so far in September. Let's move uh, to my team casino because I just mentioned them. The Eagles win uh, a victory in OT, squeaking out the win, 34-31. to 31. Uh, They are now one of two teams. We'll talk about the next team uh, in a second, but they are They're the good. only one of two teams in the league who are 4-0. Uh, so I'm going to ask Casino, the Eagles – suspect or sustainable 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 all day like they they missed out last year on the super bowl they've talked about how they want to you know run it back and do do their best to you know fulfill that that destiny that dream that they were so close to to hitting and they're playing hard and this is what you want to see you know against a divisional team against a team that is going to probably be in the playoffs with the commanders you're able to you're able to win those close matchups um, when they need to be won, and I like the Eagles. Um, sorry, I, I, I can't believe I said that, but I like <laughs> I like the Eagles and how they're playing right now. Um, it's going to be tough to get past San Fran. You know that's going to be fun, especially since Brock Purdy will most likely be there. 
this time around. Um, I'm looking forward to all the media between those two teams. But uh, yeah, no, I I think they're sustainable, sustainable as hell. Looking good. I mean, Jalen Hurts had a pretty damn good day, over 300 yards. And uh, I I do want to say the Eagles-Buccaneers game was the first game where I was like, oh, this is what this team's supposed to look like. But that was not a Jalen Hurts game. That was a defense and running back uh, game that kind of took over and beat what I think is still a playoff caliber, pretty damn good Bucks team. Who I also think is a pretty damn good playoff caliber team is the Commanders, who... In the past, like, couple years in the Sirianni Hurts era have just had Philadelphia's number. Like, I'm much more I mean, that scared. Happens. That happens with teams, man. Yeah. well, like, Especially with the division. Well, all the Brady years. Like, no matter how bad the Dolphins were, they would always just get one on you guys, like, a year. And you'd be like, how the fuck are we losing to the Dolphins? That's kind of been how the commanders are. No, well, where... I know how. is because they put Gronkowski back there. <laughs> on a, on a lot. Oh, wait. I'm good. I'm good. But I know every year we're going to split one and one with the Cowboys. We're going to beat the Giants. And then the Commanders are the ones where it's like, I know we're going to lose one of the two games to them. We might lose both games. Both games are going to be close. I'm always scared to play the Commanders. Especially, I was everybody who was hyping up this game was like, Eagles are going to blow them out. Eagles are going to blow them out. And I just kept going into this game being like, did we forget that what Eric Bieniemy did to our defense in the Super Bowl. Like, he's going to be the one calling plays. He fucking carved us up. Well, like, a lot of people don't listen to our podcast. You know, they don't listen bro. to the Only Sports Podcast and know that, you know, Bieniemy was now the commander's guy. Like, come on. So. Uh, and I and I will say, uh, there were, I believe I took a screenshot of it. The commanders were one of them. And then there were... So the Commanders, the Chargers, and your Patriots all tried to do the tush-push, brotherly shove, uh, the Eagles quarterback sneak in week four. Guess how many of them failed, Casino? All but the Eagles. All of them but the Eagles. So this bullshit narrative that like has carried over from last season of it's an unstoppable play. Everybody can just do it and win. Like, no, it isn't. The Eagles are just good at it, and everybody hates that they're good and, at it because nobody can stop it. But you, know you can but that's stop also it because they have a good offensive team. line. Well, and uh, somebody was like breaking it down. It's like Hertz gets lower than other quarterbacks on sneaks, and I don't know. It's all this, you kinda... know. And that's and you know that is a massive thing because that's what Brady. That's why Brady was so good at the quarterback sneak is because he got low. Like, for being as tall as he is, he got low, and he drove through. It's very – whoever said that is 100% right, because that is a – and if you watch, because remember I talked about um, Jacoby My- – uh, not Jacoby Myers, uh, uh, Jacoby Brissett. Yes. And when he was doing that with Cleveland last year, and everybody was like, you know, why are they just, like, putting putting in this quarterback, you know, for that? Or, like, when he was in, in, in Indy, they kept putting in Jacoby Brissett – for like the one yard pushes for the quarterback sneak is because he was taught by Brady on how to do that. It is 100% a thing. You, you get low, you get under, and if you try to go up over in the pile, it's not going to work. And we saw that multiple times just this week. Um, yeah. But uh, speaking of the Eagles and their offensive line, did little side note, um, did you watch the, the Kelsey documentary yet? 
I have not had time. No. Have you it watched is, it? It's good. It is really good. It is really, really good. I yeah. enjoyed it heavily. I love, I love uh, Jason Kelsey. Every clip I see I love him, Jason Kelsey a lot, too. I like his wife more. Not only is she, <laughs> like, super pretty, and my wife even agreed, but she is, like, very, very down-to-earth, like, normal. She was she would, what is what you would want to be, like, your you're a superstar what you would want your wife to be as a superstar which is not like that supermodel like tom brady giselle thing um she's just like a normal person that was the first thing we both said we're just like huh jason kelsey's wife she's normal (laughs) like that's pretty cool (laughs) and that is a compliment i want oh i I love it i ever say you're a normal person that is a compliment especially talking about celebrities like but it was great I've been wanting check out that, to watch check that. Check it out. Check it out. And it does make you realize that Jason is super cool and Travis is kind of a tool. Oh, I mean, you could listen to their show and like kind of get that. That and I am now, I'm now subscribed to their show on, <laughs> on Snapchat because I think it, it, it's pretty good. It's actually pretty funny. It is pretty good. Uh, they show the highlights of their first time, um, which is not a sports podcast. Theirs is just a regular podcast. They yeah, just talk about their lives. The sports podcast. Yeah, they talk about their Read lives, above. which just so happens to be somewhat about football. But I mean, they talk about their lives. Yeah. So, you know, more than than they do anything else. So anyway, just throwing <laughs> that out there. But their episode reminded me so much of our first episode about like we're going to be better. We promise. You know, sorry, this was bad, and like they're stumbling, kind of like how we are now. We still stumble over things yeah. that we're going to say. And then, but difference is they got better. We've maintained. Right? Well, it's pretty so, much the easier. It's it's pretty much. It is easier to get better when you have the proper equipment, when you have the proper guests. You know, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I when mean, you don't have screaming children in the background. Oh no, or, they have screaming children, but there's there's a part oh. in there where it shows. Uh, uh, I think her her name's Kylie. Um, Kylie Kelsey was literally like had the kids in the background. Was like Shh, and like calming them down. <laughs> Oh, okay. We don't, we don't get that. <laughs> um, but no, I will check out. Uh, check it out. It's really good. I've yeah, been no, wanting it, to watch it. It's yeah. solid. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, good. My bad. But uh, speaking of the <sighs> Eagles and this thing, I did think this was the first Jalen Hurts game of the season where whenever they were down, I like – had no obviously I had anxiety watching my team, but I had no fear that Jalen Hurts would not tie it up, and that I don't give a shit of about the the what do they call it like the metrics or the how the what are they those called where people are talking about like the the computer programs that like analytics analytics i do not give a single flying fuck about analytics when there is analytics uh, there you go when there is a minute 20 left in the game and instead of doing three runs to try to get into field goal range you launch it to your number one wide receiver and get a touchdown and it's at home and the crowd's going fucking nuts and then AJ Brown, I also I think the stupidest penalty in all of sports is taunting. I and oh, that's yeah. not that's across the board. It didn't affect my team, or I mean it kind of did, but not enough to like 
make it be like they lost because of taunting because they still won. But AJ Brown taunts the guy he's been fighting with all game on the game winning touchdown pass and then gets a penalty. It's enforced on the kickoff, like all that kind of stuff. I don't give a shit what team you're on. I don't care. Obviously, I care if you do it against my team, but not enough to be like it should be outlawed. Taunting grown men not being able to taunt each other after catching or blocking a pass or whatever the fuck it is. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. <laughs> like, oh, you're afraid they're going to what? Hurt the other guy? Like, why is that a penalty? Who gives a flying fuck? Like, yeah. But then uh, Sam Howe marches down the field. And I'll tell you what, the Eagles winning this game, and we're going to switch to the Chiefs-Jets game right after this. The officiating Because we is- buried the lead, by the way, for this whole podcast. Oh, buried yeah. Buried it. We're buried it to the very end. <laughs> but the officiating this weekend across the, the the spectrum, I mean, is it just now a given that refs in the NFL are just bad? Like, is there okay. ever going to be a chance where they're fucking good? Because this Chiefs, I mean, this uh, Commanders-Eagles game, dear Lord, and it was on both sides but it was always for the commanders it was always on a third down play they were getting some foul where even the or some penalty where even the announcers were like oh yeah i mean i can i can kind of like it was always a penalty that was fucking ticky tack that like extended the drive and it was making me lose my fucking mind now the one, speaking that, the of, one that blew me up uh blew my mind was the one that you sent me was like holding like that holding penalty that was not called oh yeah oh my gosh well speaking of let's move over to the jets chiefs game of a third and 20 where the jets or the uh kansas city offensive lineman is just literally holding the jets guy up the jets guy takes his arms off and is like flailing his arms around as if to be like this guy's holding me like what the fuck and then he starts hitting him in the face. And then, of course, Chiefs fans and people online are like, well, this could this should have been offsetting penalties because he's hitting him in the face. And then it's like, yeah, the defensive end or tackle or whatever is hitting him in the face because he's holding him so aggressively. And there's a ref standing five feet behind him looking directly at him. No flag. And again, the safety wasn't a safety. There were other calls in that game against the Jets that benefited the Jets and hurt the Chiefs. But why is it always penalties only at the end of the game that make sure the Chiefs either win the game or don't lose the game? Why are those only penalties ever called in favor of the Chiefs? That's my number one question. Because uh, I sent you the holding play against the the Chiefs-Jets. I mean... That's a that's a play you show t- when you're training referees to be like this right here. This is holding. This is when you call holding. But of course, it's third and twenty for Patrick Mahomes. He gets a first down out of it, so we can't. Uh, and he played Center awful, needs- by the way. Well, Sports Center needs to have their weekly come over a uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes play, so we can't erase that play because that's the potential play everyone ejaculates over. So, dude, and, and it's crazy because Zach Wilson outperformed outperformed Patrick Mahomes. 
Well, I saw this crazy uh, stat, which was <laughs> this is the first game in uh, Patrick Mahomes' life, or in Patrick Mahomes' life, okay, in his college career and in his college career and in his professional football career where another quarterback has had a better quarterback rating in the game than Patrick Mahomes. And that person was Zach Wilson, which is astounding. Like how the fuck does that happen? Yeah. But I mean, and if this game wouldn't even been close, if it wasn't for Pachenko, he had an absolute monster game. He ran for over, he ran over, uh, he had 115 yards. He had a, a touchdown there. Even receiving um, on three three targets, he had uh, forty three yards. Really good game for him, man. Like it, this game wouldn't have been close if it wasn't for Pachenko and the zebras, dude. Yeah. And it was so bad. And BJ, do you? I will. I want this rant so bad. I've been waiting for it. BJ, would you tell us why um, the zebras would be calling in favor for the Chiefs? Um, not because they're just the Chiefs, but the NFL. Why? Why? Just why? <laughs> well, let's so, get into this. So the Chiefs win this game, twenty-three to twenty against the Jets. The Chiefs are now three and one. Jets. No, no, no. They're two and zero. Oh. They're two and zero oh, though. Oh, that's true. So then, after this game, everyone in the football community is either bitching or trying to defend the. Uh, shit officiating at the end of the game because again only end of the game shenanigans ever benefit the chiefs the rest of the game it's ticky tack shit on both teams only in the fourth quarter especially when the chiefs are down or the other team's driving then all of a sudden it's holding calls are ignored except if it's against the chiefs and blah 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 so this is from dov kleeman on twitter uh, the official now after Sunday night after the Chiefs Jets game, the official NFL Instagram account now says Chiefs are two and zero as Swifties. Less than twelve hours after we haven't even talked about the holding on uh, Sauce Gardner, which I think is more of a this could be. This is a penalty. Oh, except they didn't call the penalty until the ball was intercepted. So if it's a holding call, why are you not throwing the flag when the holding occurs? Why do you wait till the ball's intercepted and then all of a sudden it's a hold? So it's either holding and then an interception or it's holding and then the rest of the play doesn't matter. But again... It was only called after interception. So, of course, that doesn't affect the Chiefs because it, why would it? Because now the NFL, their official Twitter, their official profiles across fucking social media on Instagram, it says Chiefs are 2 0 as Swifty. Because, of course, of course, Taylor Swift was at this game because. She now, and now there's a bunch of celebrities always going to Chiefs games because they know, oh, hey, the Actors Guild is still on strike. Well, I need, I'm an attention whore. I need to have the camera on me. So now she's filling Chief uh, Suites with other celebrities because the NFL is going to cut to them 19 times during a fucking Chiefs game. And uh, also... The LinkedIn page for 
the NFL now says we have the best day with you today. And it's a picture of Taylor Swift behind the NFL logo. So uh, 2-0 and is Swifties. Taylor Swift is also in the, uh, I think on the Facebook and Instagram and all their accounts. She's the header. So as the NFL, why the fuck would you, after all these blown calls and people bitching that you favor the Chiefs so much, why would you tailor make, uh, pun there, why would you tailor make your fucking Instagram and all social media posts as a shrine to the Chiefs and Taylor Swift? Are you fucking stupid? Are you a fucking idiot? Like, why would you, and again, the and then uh I saw it literally right before uh what is it? We started this podcast. They did uh on the NFL's inst or Instagram page, I believe, they did a montage of like this was the NFL in September, and their caption was let's see what the script writers cooked up, or some bullshit like that. You as the NFL cannot do the thing where you're also making jokes about the super played out, the NFL is scripted like narrative and meme that is already fucking dead. And especially when corporations start using memes, it's officially dead. But you can't then be like, oh man, isn't this so funny how everybody thinks our games are rigged? Now we're going to joke that our games are rigged. When you just had your marquee game of the week called in for questioning about being rigged. Like, are you fucking dumb? Like, whoever the 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 whole company, whoever runs their fucking Instagram thing, like, you're fucking, you're stupid. Like, ugh, there's your rant, Casino. Ugh. Here, here. <laughs> but now to talk As about- you can tell, we do not like Taylor Swift, like, at all. No, I don't, I don't like- I don't care. I don't even give a shit. That's, like, that's the thing. That's like, the thing. So let me, let me rephrase that. Like- you know, we're not a fan of the music. We just don't listen to it. You know, we don't care about Taylor Swift because, you know, we're not Swifty. We don't, you know, she means absolutely nothing to us. But obviously she means the world to literally everybody, especially, you know, the female demographic. Did you see, like, the numbers that came in for, and I don't know how they, how in the hell do they gauge this? Like, this just makes me question. How do they gauge this that they were like, oh, uh, uh, females from the age of like 13 to 18. Oh, I've never understood that. I have Head no light. fucking idea. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy. Uh, Creepy. But again, it's getting like good for the NFL that it's getting them all these, these uh, v new viewers and all this kind of stuff. And Travis Kelsey's Jersey is like selling off the fucking charts, but it's also like, that's great and all, but why, again, this is my whole thing with movies. Why do you want everybody to go see your movie instead of catering to the fan base that will see this movie five times if it's great? You get what I'm saying? Like for the NFL, you already have diehard fans of everything. So you're now catering to a select group of people that the second Taylor Swift doesn't go, uh, all of a sudden, all those people leave. So it's like 
this dumb mindset of short-term profits and not thinking about like long-term gains. Yeah. It's like your stock price is going to be much higher, but then guess what? It's not going to be sustainable. So then it's going to tank. So would you rather have consistent growth or why would, or would you rather have a giant spike and a giant decline? Like you, you know, it's really funny. You want to know who's going to, you know, who's going to benefit the most out of this though. Like all of this is going to be Travis Kelsey because a, if him and Swift do work, if him and Taylor Swift do work out, like, dude, you're, you are now, you're the, the eyes of the world superstars, man. Like, you know, you, you've got it made like you, you have it made. And then, Let's just say if it doesn't work out and he turns into a song, you know how all those young girls and, and girls that are his age and whatever, blah, blah, our age, that um, when I say young girls, I mean, I consider us young. I'm talking like our age, um, that he's going to be like, with all these jersey sales, they're all going to be like, oh, poor Travis, poor Travis. He's going to have the pick of a lot. Like he can do whatever he wants. Like I dated Taylor Swift. So everybody's like, Oh, if he dated Taylor Swift, you know, and he dates me, I'm as awesome as Taylor Swift. He he's been like he's set for life. Like he he has the world like in his hand. But it, good for him. Good for him. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Like he's playing the long game. He might even be like, ah, I don't care if I turn into a song. I'm gonna have the rest of my life just taken care of. So Ugh. sorry. That's a thing. Ugh. That's a thing. All right. You feel better. Um, yeah, I know I'm you don't have much that. time, so let's just uh <laughs> Let's just roll through these last games. Well, do you uh, Seahawks Giants? That was a bad game. Giants no, are bad. But I do want to talk about a little bit the Seahawks. Is it the were the Giants this bad or the Seahawks this good with their defense? Eleven I sacks. Think both. I think both. Eleven sacks. That was insane. Like it was tough to watch. Like the first half was bad because the officiating. There was no flow to the game. It was just flag, flag, flag. But then the second half was just an absolute blowout. Um, yeah, it was it was it was tough to watch. It was absolutely tough to yeah, watch. That was a bad um, game. You know who was awesome in that game? And then just a little shout out to him was uh Devin Witherspoon. Did you see that 97, 97 yard pick six? Plus he had two sacks in the game. This rookie, man, he's so he became the I pulled this up because I want to talk about it. He became the third rookie in NFL history to record two sacks and a pick six pick six in a single game, which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, no, that was, uh, I do think. And that's uh, since the sacks have become a thing. So that's what back in the early 80s or something like that. So take that with a grain. Yeah. Take that with a grain of salt. No, it's in the 80s, early 80s. Take that with a grain of salt, though. Uh, But so 24 to 3 with the Seahawks Casino. uh, I don't think it's even a question. I think what they're doing right now is sustainable because last year. Sustainable. We said it. They had a top five offense, the worst defense in the league. Well, now all of a sudden they have a pretty damn good defense and their offense really hasn't like skipped a beat. So this looks like, I mean, once you get past Eagles, 49ers, Cowboys, I think you can legitimately make a case for the Seahawks to be the fourth uh, uh, fighting for third best team in the NFC. Like, I mean, I don't even think it's a fight fighting for it for sure. Um, yeah. And it's nice to see, though, that Geno Smith, that that nasty tackle, that dangerous tackle that happened to him, he is okay. He's fine. He, he escaped serious injury. So that's good and happy to hear that. But, uh, 
Yeah, that was that was nasty. Uh, so good, good, good for that. I'm glad Geno Smith's doing good because I'm I'm liking Geno. I think he's playing well. Uh, so we're wrapping up here. Last couple games we haven't talked about. Vikings, Panthers. Vikings get their first win of the season. Buccaneers bounce back from getting uh, demolished by the Eagles to then demolish the Saints, twenty-six to nine. And then the there was one more game. Oh, the 49ers blew out the Cardinals, thirty-five to sixteen. Chargers barely beat the Raiders, twenty-four to seventeen. McCaffrey look good, buddy. Oh my gosh. I mean, I don't think we'll ever see another player win MVP who isn't a quarterback, but I think right now the MVP of the league is Christian McCaffrey, right? All like day. the numbers Dude, he's he, putting up he are ridiculous. Fits. And you know, I I know I know you're feeling on their coach, but that's a match <laughs> in heaven, man. But that that's, that's a man, San Fran. Wait, you cut he's, out there. That he's crushing thing. it. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I was saying uh, it's a it's a match made in heaven for him and and uh, and uh, uh, oh my gosh, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I will say I don't think the the Cowboys have really scared me as an Eagles fan or, to face the Cowboys because of what the Cardinals did to them, where you can run all over them, and obviously the Eagles oh, are all day. We already knew that a number like uh, the potential best rushing team in the league. The 49ers, however, this season do, do scare me. Their defense is legit. I mean, I never said it wasn't, but also their offense. Like you said, I don't know how you stop Christian McCaffrey with anybody yeah. in the league. And then Brock Purdy, 20 for 21 for 283 yards and one touchdown. Dude. And then he I might, saw- He might be the next Brady. I'm not kidding. Like Mahomes is good. Really good. We see that, but I mean, Brock Purdy might be the next the next tier coming in. He might be the next guy after Mahomes. Like he's looking good, and yeah, yeah. it's impressive. Well, especially like you said, a team basically tailor made to what he does good that pumps up all his uh, all his positives and hides any negatives he has because. Oh, yeah. This offense is tailor-made for him. And, I mean, you've seen other quarterbacks in this offense that Jimmy G was good. You can't G stop saying good. Taylor now, man, just so, by the yeah. way. Ugh. But, uh, yeah, so 49ers look like the best team in the NFC to me. I think they look better than the Eagles, even though I think the Eagles, this was their first game where I was like, they actually look pretty damn good. Uh, on the AFC, I still think it's Bills Dolphins. I'm interested to see what that second matchup between those teams. Bengals come back. Um, but on Friday's show, we'll obviously talk about Bears. We need to talk Anders. about some college ball. We got to talk about college football. We'll talk about uh, How Colorado actually sucks. <laughs> I mean, that game against USC, they looked better than they did against <laughs> Oregon. But yeah, uh, we'll do uh, we'll do some college football picks on Friday. We'll talk. Uh, we'll make our picks for the NFL this weekend. Also, this weekend, I am going to the Rams Eagles game. So I will oh, nice. be at that game. My nice. first NFL game I've ever been to in my life. Oh, nice. Uh, and then in two weeks, uh, I'm going to the Patriots-Raiders game so I can watch the Patriots lose again. Uh, hopefully it's in as hilarious fashion as the last Patriots-Raiders game. Thank <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> but, yeah, I've been Will. That's been Casino. And this has been uh, the Only Sports Podcast. Adios. <laughs> Enjoy.
enjoy. Enjoy that beer casino.